guys, let's go ahead and introduce from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Season 2. That's right. Uh, Emily Hain on the line here on Below the Belt Show. What's up, Emily? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. What's good? Thanks for being here. See, our studio actually got uh, Sabrina in studio. Uh, yeah, our, my host is named Sabrina. <laughs> so she, oh, wow, there we go. So my you co-host, yeah. of course, binged oh, the yeah. entire second season of Chilling Adventures, right? Yes, I it's did. like how long? Well, of course I was gonna, of course I was gonna binge it because first and foremost, like <laughs> she's a resident. I've binger. been introducing myself as Sabrina, like the witch, for the last I don't know twenty years. <laughs> so, Your entire life, you know. There's Sweet. a new Sabrina show out. And of course, yeah. like, you know, that just revived everybody. They're like, oh, Sabrina, <laughs> like the witch, teenage witch. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not really a teenager anymore, but yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> That's um, so right, which is. Oh, yeah, I've been totally first. owning my dark side, too. Isn't it fun? Yeah, yeah. it is. So yeah. as an actor in, in the series, do you get a sneak peek in advance of all the episodes, or are you watching with everybody else? Oh, man. Well, I get the episodes that I'm in, if I'm in them, (laughs) which is super cool. But apart from that, like, I didn't know what to expect at all for the first half of the season that I wasn't in. So I was, like, right there with you, binging, watching, I think, like, the Friday came out, like, midnight. I know some people were done it by, like, 8 in the morning the next day. Wow. They, like, did the whole, like, overnight. (laughs) Some of us did watch it until the wee hours of the morning. (laughs) Yeah, I did that the next night, which was sweet. Yeah, and now I'm kind of like in a daze of it. I'm like, I got to do it again because there's so much going on. Four episodes of season two? Yep, four. Wow. Four, probably so, four. So yeah. I, I fast forwarded ahead. To, I wanted to see your scene. I guess we're going a little spoiler <laughs> territory, but uh, pretty crazy scene. I mean, you get your throat slit. Uh, <laughs> and then Sabrina, in, in which godlike, goddess like fashion, comes in. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and, and I guess um, um, she reincarnates you or, 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 or resurrects you. Resurrects you. Thank you. Resurrects you Melvin. from the dead. What? I know. I know. She's got some crazy powers this season, which is pretty fun. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you like yeah. shooting that particular scene? Oh, man, that was, well, um, just doing that one scene alone, and if you've seen the episode, you know, it's like a few minutes into, or it's kind of towards the end. It's this, like, big climactic scene with the missionaries, and there's hellfire and in the church, and uh, there's levitation, there's all this stuff going on. It took like a full day. It took, I think, for there for like 18 to 20 hours shooting that wow. like little bit. I know, and it's like in the total episode time, I think it's like maybe a five-minute scene or something. So yeah. the amount of production that goes into this show is like outstanding. Everyone's working so hard. They're hustling their booties to make this like <laughs> just the best content for everyone. And oh, gosh, it was it yeah. was a dream, yeah. Yeah. What was it like working with Kiernan and the Weird Sisters? Oh, man, they're so nice. Like, as soon as I kind of went on set, everyone is just so open to being your buddy and, like, giving you tips if you want them or ask for them. Or I mean, I think the first day or so I was there, Kiernan invited me to her birthday party, Aww. me and Melvin, and we're like, okay, <laughs> what do we wear? But, yes, we will be there. <laughs> They look like they have a really family atmosphere, like all the photo shoots that yeah. you guys do to promote the shows. Um, they look like they just have 
they look like super cool people and that they're just yeah. having fun behind the scenes. Who's the yeah, best I think on everyone's set? genuinely buddies on the show, Aww. you know, and really has each other's back. And especially for them, like they shot, you know, for like nine months straight last year, living here in Vancouver, living in like the same floor of the same apartment building for the most part. So like you become family so quick and, and they made sure that everyone working there was just like really above board, like all the crew mm. and everyone involved is just like, they're just genuinely nice people stoked to be a part of such an amazing show. And it's just a thrill to go in there every time. Can't wait to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I heard that's already greenlit for season four. Yeah, it's three and four. Wow. So they're going to, I think, shooting starts up again soon in like a month or something for season three. That is crazy. So what's the future (laughs) of Elspeth, uh, your character? Oh, my goodness. Well, I I have no idea, but um, uh, the rumors are that I should be coming back for the third okay. season. So oh, we'll awesome. see. I'm waiting like you guys are. See, like, with our fingers crossed for you. See, that's a thing. Thank with, you. When, when you die and you get resurrected, I mean, they're, you know, you, you could they're come back. They're bringing you back for you a bring, reason. Well, that too. But <laughs> You could die on the show, and you could come back the following season. It doesn't matter, you know? Things, yeah. Crazy things happen you, on these type of shows. Yeah, anything can happen, that's for sure. Yeah. You no. never know what, like, breakneck turn they're going to take next. So were you already a fan of uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina when you were a cast? Like, did you watch season one already, or did you have to go back and... And, uh, oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I knew all about the show. And also, like, being a local in Vancouver... Having it shoot here is such a big thing for the city, you know, like everyone is so excited about it and everyone talks about it and it's such a big deal that like going into it, you know, I'd already seen the first season like maybe twice and I was just like, tried to get my smoky eyeshadow right and I wore a black (laughs) turtleneck and I was like, I'm in it, I'm in it, I feel it. (laughs) I mean, you're perfect for the show. I mean, (laughs) did you audition for season one at all? I didn't. That was my very first time, I think, going in the room for it was for Elspeth. And, um, oh, okay. It was really fun. We got to, I think I auditioned, uh, sorry, this is a bit of a spoiler, but, you know, this, the scene with the roses in the, um, where Sabrina makes the roses fall from the sky and they're in the, like, cafeteria at the academy. I auditioned without the roses, that part, um, as part of the sides or whatever, and I just, tried to imagine what Kiernan would be like and um, they're like, yeah, play it like, you know, she's your new best pal and so it was just, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, I don't know if I'm going off track with the story, but yeah, it, was, yeah, it yeah. was really fun. <laughs> I just something I have to look forward to seeing, I guess. Yeah. 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 Who's the biggest yeah, jokester on set? Like, who who was the one oh. that's always pulling pranks? And... Um, oh my gosh. Well, everyone's so different. It's a riot. Um, prankster maybe well um abby who plays dorcas is like always doing characters or like voices or like doing goofy stuff (laughs) she's like such a riot she's such a like character um and then like gosh um i don't know you never know like what gavin or (laughs) might get up to well he's kind of how just everyone's always got the potential to kind of, like, come out of left field and, oh, man, who else? 
God, it's a good question. Everyone's always it's got something a, brewing, yeah, you know. It's, a, it's such a dark show that I feel that humor is kind of like a thing that would yeah on set that would like definitely. help, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like um, we also have guitars that we kind of bring out sometimes. Like Ross, um, the first day I was there, had his guitar and was just playing in between takes. And there'll be like uh, often there'll be like cast sing-alongs just. Um, on set behind the scenes, just oh, random, cool. whatever anyone's playing. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I saw something on Instagram about how Gavin's also a musician on the side. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. if He's you didn't so know, uh, Emily's also a musician too, right? Oh, yeah. stop. Go on, stop. You, uh, you play bass guitar, really, which is so rad. I play bass guitar. Yeah. Super rock and roll. rad. Girl bass players are like, That's... that is so rare. It's so <laughs> rad when girls play bass. Wow. Yeah, it's, talk, it's talk to, to be like a male your... dominated. Yeah, no. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What is your experience with with the bass? And you you play uh, in punk bands? Yeah, that's where I started. That's um awesome. I that is so rad. Got, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was playing in this local punk band called The Dirt, and uh, the Dirt. I basically I yeah, yeah, which is a good name for a punk that's band, a great right? Name for a <laughs> punk yeah. band. Great name. Yeah, <laughs> although there's a Motley Crue uh, called, called The Dirt. But is anyway, it? Maybe I, that's where it's from. <laughs> I, I too played bass in a punk band as a right. kid. How cool we were that? we were called the Jerks of Society. Nice. Oh so man. Do you still continue to play bass while uh, acting? Yeah, I do. Actually, I just um, came from band practice right now. Oh sweet. Um, yeah, I'm playing with my friend. Um, I'm, like acting, of course, takes like you know priority over Absolutely. everything. But um, it's like you can see, like you know, Ross himself. He tours all throughout like from doing the whole first season and everything like it's amazing you know how much time you can find to do the things that you love if you really put your mind to it but yeah I'm, right now i'm playing with my friend in a band called whatever forever whatever forever is it still yeah punk or are you uh or have we are emerged we going, from different genres <laughs> um no it's kind of it's not so much punk there is kind of a punk pop um there's a PJ Harvey kind of oh, like 90s okay. kind of right. rocky oh. vibe to it, but it's also pretty, pretty pop like folk. Her first album, uh, cool. my friend Ellen Kibble, which you can find her on Bandcamp if you want. Ellen Kibble, E L L E N K I B B L E dot Bandcamp dot com. Her first album's up there, and um, it's folky, so it's taken a big turn. But I love music. I could go on forever. Well, <laughs> I love can it all. Find your music. Uh, oh, um, oh man, that's one of my bucket list things for sure is to oh, okay. write my own album. But um, that's gonna be a bit of a wait, I think. Okay. Cool. <laughs> not okay. just cool, yet. Cool, cool, cool. We'll be here waiting. But the, your, exist, oh. your existing band has nothing um, on iTunes or Spotify or anything at the moment. Um, I think Ellen is gonna put the band up on um, on probably Apple Music okay, when cool. we release the next EP. Okay. Um, it's called Silent Spring. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Sabrina, you have a lot, you have a lot in common with Emily. I'm reading here yeah. that she is a cat whisperer. <laughs> I am oh, an animal whisperer. It's real weird. Yep. And you uh, volunteer yeah? for a nonprofit yeah. organization, Vorka, which is the Vancouver yeah. Orphan Kid and Rescue Association. Aw. Yeah. Oh, no. Are you going to have two Sabrinas in your life? Shit's going to get real confusing. but you mentioned bucket list so saturday night live i mean obviously um is that something you want to do as a host or just maybe in the skit or be like a cast regular 
my gosh. Um, oh, gosh, you guys are asking such fun questions. Um, well, I, I mean, I would take whatever they would give me. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. <laughs> Lauren Michaels calls me up, and he's like, do be a tree in the back of this one skit. I would be like, yes, I will okay. leave and drop That's everything you should to be say there. that. A friend of ours played a tree <laughs> in a production That's that amazing. we went to. So you do pretty much anything on SNL. I would be, yeah, I would be just, I would get them coffee. I would do, but anything. Yeah, I would. Wait, you want to find out who shot Mr. Burns? Okay. We were just talking about The Simpsons Simpsons, earlier, how they predict the future and how accurate The Simpsons is predicted. Yeah, Donald Trump would be president, the Super Bowl winners, they. Disney buying Fox, the whole bit. And just recently, if you're familiar with Canada's own, Brett the Hitman Hart was attacked by. A guy in a Rastafarian hat at the Hall of Fame, and oh. the Simpsons, Simpsons had that had like that ten years ago. Too. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. That's, Isn't that crazy? Dude, it's nuts. Like I grew up on the Simpsons, and oh, like yeah. I, yeah, and I think that a lot of my like internal like base knowledge just stems from that. I'm not really sure what of it is true, but mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me. God, the writing. Those times was so good. Like, was that when Conan was writing for them? All these predictions, like, I think, uh, for some of them, definitely. Could, like, some of the predictions yeah. from like season two, season three. Whoa. Yeah, it goes back. But there, that goes way like back. Thirty something predictions that they that they've gotten right. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. And it's still running. Still going. Isn't it? It's on like episode yeah. it's on like season twenty seven or twenty eight now. I think they're going to hit 30, uh, aren't they? They're about to hit 30, yeah. Okay, they're going about to hit 30, so yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, Hallelujah, talk hey. Mm-hmm. Talk about a legacy. Good things do happen. Yeah, yeah. go on. They might even have, <laughs> they might even have uh, 30 seasons of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina at the rate they're going. Oh, good. let's all hope good. so. <laughs> yeah, I definitely hope so. Well, as <laughs> long as they keep not. resurrecting people, I don't see why not. Yeah, right? There you go. Can't take any of us down. Exactly. <laughs> so what about crossing over into Riverdale? Is that something uh, you'd want to do? Oh, man. Well, there has been, um, as far as I know, there has been one crossover so far. And um, Roberto mentioned it uh, in one of the table reads, I think, to me, or maybe it was just round set. But it's the delivery boy, the pizza delivery boy. Ah, yes, yes. (laughs) Had him, like, he was in Riverdale, I guess, for a bit. And then they had him, I don't know in what episode, but they had him come into Greendale, into into the Sabrina show, and like deliver pizza to someone, and I was like, okay, if you're gonna start anywhere, that's kind of a that's cute a good little place to start. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I if it. if, uh, if if your character Elspeth uh, was on Elspeth, Elspeth, yeah, uh, like Elizabeth, but with a little bit of a lisp. Okay. <laughs> Elspeth. If, if yeah. Elspeth was on Riverdale, where could you see her? <laughs> well, someone um, online um, said that they compared Elspeth to uh, a bit of like. Um, Oh my gosh, what's her name? She like was this huge phenomenon on Stranger Things, Barb. Yes, and Barb. Was it, was it Barb? Barb? We love yes, Barb. Yes, Barb. Yep. Yeah. So they, she's on Riverdale now, right? And she's got a different character. I don't know what her character name is on Riverdale, but she's on there. And they were like, "Oh, Elspeth right. and and her for blanking on the name, but um, they were like they could be friends. We, we can call her Barb also. Yeah, right? Barb. <laughs> yeah. Right. She was on Riverdale. As I want to be with Barb. Be friends. Have a sleepover or something. That'd be, great. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Wow. 
So, uh, <laughs> Emily, you also have another cool project I'm, I'm seeing here. Uh, oh, Unspeakable? Yeah. Unspeakable. Yes. yeah. It's about the tainted That's... blood tragedy in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, a big um, privilege to be part of this project because it's, it's based on a true story, which doesn't always you know, get to happen mm-hmm. in my world to... Um, reenact something that's kind of important in the part of history and um, yeah. I guess back in the 80s here and I think it happened a lot internationally as well because it was at a time when you couldn't test blood for HIV or hepatitis or there was they didn't have the technology to do it yet so a bunch of people started getting sick and no one could really predict why um, at that time and Slowly, as, you know, science evolved, uh, they discovered the ability to test for these types of diseases within the blood that they were giving out in hospitals and to sick people and to children. Um, And then there was this government cover-up at that same moment in time when they realized that all of this blood was infected and Mm. they weren't withdrawing it from the Red Cross and from the blood bank. So... Thousands and thousands of people across the country were infected with HIV and with hepatitis C, and their families were infected, and their children, and like it was just utter. Now, yeah, was your was your character on the show a real person? Well, my character was not. Okay, but I did work with the the my I'm a scientist on the show, so it's kind of like loosely based. There was. Um, but the person that I'm working with directly, um, Sukis, Dr. Sukis, he mm-hmm. was a real, is a real person. And I know that my colleague got to talk to him on the phone and asked him about what it was like um, in that time and how crazy it must have been. So I know that a lot of the characters are pulled from, you know, real life people that our cast has talked to. And actually our show creator, um, Robert Cooper, he was, He's um, been open and public about um, his experience because as a child he was infected with hepatitis C through this like national tragedy. So this is kind of his telling of his own personal story, which is what makes it, um, I think, so powerful when you mm-hmm. can speak personally about that and then communicate that to like, a new generation of people. Wow. It's pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> and your character is Andrea? Andrea Lambert. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like the comedic relief. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it is kind it's of a, a heavy it's a joke. subject, so you, you need do need that. a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey guys, like, <laughs> remember the '80s music? That's kind of fun. And then, oh right, and then back to the you know the oh, real yeah. tragedy part. Oh, my yeah. Gosh. Wow. So your episode just recently aired. I'm reading here. Was that a couple months ago? Um. Well, in Canada, it aired. Um. It's it's. Airing on the CBC Gem, which is our streaming site, oh, it and the debuted in January, but it's airing now in the states on Sundance TV, and I think there are like um, two episodes in or so. So I think I've been, I think I've aired. I've got a few episodes in that show, like three or four. Oh, as well. It's been so a good year. We have a a big fandom for anything superhero related. And, oh yes, and yeah, you were a part of my one of my favorite CW shows and one of my favorite characters in the Marvel universe, and that's Deadpool and Supergirl on the CW network. Well, <laughs> let's start with Deadpool first. Like? <laughs> how did you like? How did I, you like your experience working on that film? I need to know oh. what scene yeah. you were in because I got to go back and find yeah. you. Yeah, me too. Okay, 
Do you remember? Sorry, say again. I said we're going to stalk you now. So tell us where we can stalk you. <laughs> oh, excellent! Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I uh, do. You guys remember? I've seen Deadpool like a thousand times, and I just love it. But have you? Do you mm-hmm. remember the part where he's his face? He just got out of that horrific, mm-hmm. you know, accident thing, and he's yeah. like. He's on the seven. He's stalking his ex, and they're going down the street in Chinatown. And he's got his like hood up, and he's kind of following her, and she doesn't realize that he's not dead yet. Yeah. And so it's like for a split second, there's like me and my boyfriend, and we're like walking down the street, and he like walks past us, and I make this like really crappy comment. I'm like, oh, like. Look at that guy's like face, ew, or that's something like awesome. that. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> so, you a, so you got to have a scene with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I met him. He's so nice. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jelly. we're a little can't jelly. believe. I am, but yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm living vicariously through you. How about <laughs> Supergirl? Uh, um, you're in season three, uh, one of the episodes uh, of that. Awesome. Yeah. Show. Um, Remind us of your character. Your character is described as woman, so I wasn't sure. Exactly. Right. I know. It, well, it was this part that was kind of originally going to open up into something a little bit bigger, but I think that they went another way with the storyline. But there was, like, this cult. It was, like, a, it was a Supergirl cult oh, okay. that no, happened, no. and they, like, cr- they were worshipping her, and it was meant to be, like, really kind of creepy, and there was, like, this book of, you know, kind of like a anti, I don't want to compare it to any other type of religion type thing, but it was a cult. It was like a creepy cult. And, um, yeah, I was kind of like, I was going to be one of the cult members. And, uh, so it's like, I snuck in at the last episode, well, like at the end of one episode, and then they were going to maybe go into it for the next episode, but then it ended up getting dropped as things do in this industry. Yeah, I hate so, when that happens. It's happened to me too. Yeah. Yeah, but you know it's it's all good. Like yeah. you get to be part of it, and um, you get to be it's on set, credited, and you yeah. get a paycheck. So it's not yeah, bad exactly. at all. <laughs> what about Van Helsing? Yeah. You had a couple episodes yeah. as Kara. How do you enjoy your experience yeah. on that show? Oh, that was really fun. Um, uh, uh, Christopher, who um, he plays. Um, oh gosh, what's his name on this? Show? I'm forgetting his character name now. But, but um, Christopher Hendel. Okay. Who um, he played the um, vampire who had this relationship with Trezzo in a show. Like Trezzo, they were yes. kind of like Trezzo Maharo, you know, on the show. Yeah, yeah. They had this like deep kind of brethren pact, and um, it was Sam. That's the character's name. Sam had this like amazing trajectory of like starting off death and then coming out of that as got transformed into a vampire and so like I kind of joined in this storyline where it was like going through Muhammad and Sam's relationship and past and uncovering all the deep secrets of Sam and that you know the, this whole time he's been manipulating for his own gain and just like the sick twisted plot of this evil vampire I kind of come in as this like bit of a like damsel in distress type almost but then like it's discovered that I've been like thriving and I'm actually more capable than 
meets the eye, and um, I help Mohammed through uh, and this horrific accident that he has, and it's a very kind of like Romeo and Juliet type storyline cool. for like a two episode arc. It was really beautiful. That is beautiful. But, Speaking of beautiful, working with Charlize <laughs> Theron and uh, Tully. Tully was a phenomenal film. Uh, if you could uh, remind us of your barista role, because um, I, I thought that was such a cool, unique, especially the twist in Tully, uh, that really yeah. blew me away. Um, didn't see that coming, did you? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. That was like, whoa, what the hell? So, um, first of yeah. all, your experience on set, and of course, if you could remind us of your barista role. Yeah, um, well, I got a, I got to have a day part on the Jason Reitman movie, Tully, uh, which filmed here locally in Vancouver, nice. which is like, you know, he's he's been a hero of mine ever since Juno, you know, yes. like, whoa, I get to work with that guy, I that's know, sweet, right? you know, yeah, and also it's the same writer as Juno, um, and she's like, just this incredible force of a woman too she wasn't on set but i mean her own personal story is so incredible if you ever look deeper into that i know that um she's just got this total like underdog story of like how she became a writer right. and like her own personal triumph over life is just astonishing but um anyway i just was a fangirl i went in there and i was so excited to meet everyone and then <laughs> Charlize was there, and she was just like, uh, she was a powerhouse, man, like, totally. mouth like a sailor, okay, yeah, I will say. I love it. Oh, oh I love it. so much. Charlie, yeah. yeah. She's like an and angel. Just, an angel Yeah, ships. and runs the ship, you know, like, she's like the boss lady, and it's just like so awesome to see that. That's why men are intimidated. <laughs> oh, like Good, she's, I know. She's it's like, like, it's take like it. how do you date God? Uh, <laughs> for real yeah like that's the feeling i think nice. i got anyway right on that is cool and then i don't know if, i don't know if you guys do you guys watch um any 30 rock at all yeah i have seen some episodes yeah there's um there was one um lady who plays um uh Geis's daughter she's like she's a woman she's not like you know um I'm trying to forget her but she was also in the movie. She had like a part at the beginning, oh, and I was like, right. "Oh my god!" So just double fan geeking out over that. Totally, <laughs> and that's the thing as actors, uh, as we all are here in the studio, we we always have those uh, fan moments. It's good to hear that you know people at your level also still have your, your fan moments, which I think is oh for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't Emily, think that ever goes away. You are you're certainly a star on the rise. We are so happy uh-huh. that you talk to us. You're multi talented. You're, you're <laughs> gorgeous and you're uh oh, geez. yeah and just a great actress so uh Holy yeah guys. thank we, you so much thank you for, for having for being on our show and if you could before we let you go let us know who you are uh you can throw out uh tully or sabrina or whatever and let us know you're on below the belt and then throw out a catchphrase or whatever you want at the end <laughs> catchphrase wish i had one off the top of my head okay <laughs> great um hi i'm emily hayne i play elspeth in the second part of Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And uh, I am here on Below the Belt. Nice. (laughs) Is that good? Do you want me to do it again? Is that okay? Yes, more, because Sabrina was fangirling. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. Okay. Hi, 
Hi, I'm Emily Haynes, and I play Elspeth on part two of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, now streaming on Netflix, and I am here on Below the Belt. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank, Thank you, guys. So so what, what, are, what are your social medias for the fans? And, of course, I'm sure Sabrina will be uh, stalking. I'm following. Sorry, following. <laughs> stalking. <laughs> what is your accurate. social media for your fans? Um, cool. Uh, I'm on Instagram, um, and my handle is at mhain, which is E-M-H-A-I-N-E. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Emily Hain, Thank you, thanks. guys. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. In. Have a, Thank you so much. Have a great I had night. such a great time. Have yeah. a great night, guys. Bye-bye. Good night.